welcome to Philosophy Pod. Today we'll be talking about one of the 20th century's greatest logicians and analytic philosophers, Bertrand Russell. Bertrand Russell's paradox is a renowned contradiction in set theory that rocked the foundation of mathematics when it was discovered in the early 20th century. At the heart of this paradox is a challenge to the notion of a set, a central concept in mathematics. So let's first say a bit about set theory. Set theory is a part of math that focuses on groups of things called sets. A set, in its most basic sense, is a collection of elements. The set of all dogs, for instance, includes every dog in existence. A set can contain numbers, other sets, or even be empty, known as a null set. The theory helps us to understand how these sets can interact with each other, such as how they can combine, overlap, or relate in other ways. It also looks at the size of these sets, whether they are finite or infinite. Essentially, set theory is the study of collections and is a basic building block in the world of mathematics. Set theory was being formalized by mathematicians such as George Cantor, and part of this involved the concept that sets could contain other sets, and criteria could be proposed for what could be included in a set. This led to the idea of a set of all sets, and even a set of all sets that do not contain themselves. And this is where Russell's paradox comes into play. In 1901, the philosopher and logician Bertrand Russell proposed a thought experiment. Consider the set of all sets that do not contain themselves. Then he asked, does this set contain itself? If it does contain itself, then by definition it shouldn't, because it only contains sets that do not contain themselves. On the other hand, if it does not contain itself, then by definition it should, because it is a set that does not contain itself. Either way, we reach a contradiction. Let's break that down more simply with an example. Imagine you have a box that can contain every kind of box in the world. Big boxes, small boxes, red boxes, blue boxes, and so on. This box is so big, it can even contain a copy of itself. This is like the set of all sets, a set that contains all other sets, including itself. Now, suppose you have another special box, which is meant to contain only boxes that cannot contain themselves. This is like the set of all sets that do not contain themselves. The question is, can this special box contain itself? If it can, it contradicts its own rule, because by definition, it's meant to contain only boxes that cannot contain themselves. But if it can't contain itself, then it should, because it is a box that can't contain itself, which fits its own rule. This situation is a paradox. It doesn't make sense. It breaks the logic. And that's why mathematicians say we can't really have a set of all sets in the way we first might think. It's an idea that causes problems in the logic and rules of set theory. This paradox unsettled the field of set theory and of mathematics in general, as it seemed to undermine the self-consistency of set theory, which was a foundational pillar of mathematics. The principle of self-contradiction is one of the key principles of logic. 
it holds that a statement cannot be both true and false at the same time. And yet, Russell's paradox seemed to violate this very principle. As a result, significant adjustments had to be made to set theory to resolve this issue. Several solutions were proposed, most notably by Ernst Zermelo and Abraham Frankel. Their formulation, known as Zermelo-Frankel set theory, sidestepped the paradox by introducing a system of axioms that restricted the kinds of sets that can be considered. Specifically, avoiding the unrestricted comprehension axiom, which allows for the creation of any set defined by a property. In conclusion, Russell's paradox posed a serious challenge to the early development of set theory, a field of mathematics fundamental to our understanding of numerous mathematical concepts. Its resolution required a careful re-examination of our understanding of sets and their properties, which ultimately led to a more robust and consistent mathematical framework. Thanks for listening.